Hey, you okay? Oh, damn enchiladas. Oh. You gonna be all right? Welcome back to another episode of It's Them Damn Enchiladas, the podcast, where we mostly talk about horror movies, a splash of video games, television, comic books, and beer. I am Carlos Rivera. My partner is Adam Griffin. And with us tonight, the earth to our wind and fire, Mr. Mark Warren. As always, follow us on the Red Hot Twitter machine, handles in the show notes, and the show at It's Them Damn, and on Instagram at It's Them Damn Enchiladas Podcast. Gentlemen, how are you both? Well, I'm here every week. So, Mark, how you doing? Oh, it's a bit surreal. I'm used to seeing this after the fact, so uh, let's do it. This is um, our esteemed podcast producer to the stars, Mark Warren. Mark, take your time right now. If you want to plug the hell out of all your stuff, feel free to do it right here. I mean, I don't want to plug it too much. Anybody that follows any of my 50 accounts knows that... Uh, I do some music stuff on the side, um, so if you want to check that out, you can check that out on Twitter at MFCD13, that's just a bunch of uh, dark electronic music and different stuff like that, and then uh, as you know, produce the podcast to do this podcast, and then also do another podcast that these gentlemen are on, Strength Check, which we've plugged a few times, but we'll plug it again. Yes. Be sure to check that one out. We just banked another side quest adventure, so we have another. I, I want to say it's like uh, three or four hours of of episodes there that'll be coming out. And then uh, we've also got Untenured Tracks, with, which is also with Mr. Coach Doctor. Word, Adam, would you like to plug anything since you're here? No, I'll just I'll just wait till next week. Okay. <laughs> I like to plug the fact that um, after watching a horrible a Morbius trailer, I'm still getting over. We got some good news today about some movies coming out. Well, a movie that's coming out. Adam, can you uh, refresh us on this history? I mean, this update about from Chris Rock. Ah, yes, yes, yes. This update. Um, remember that movie we talked about called The Organ Donor? It was going to be the, the Saw spinoff deal with Chris Rock. It's now called Spiral. Uh, let me pull up the uh, actual title here. I got you. It's Spiral. Spiral. What's the subtitle? From the Book of Saw. See, now, now, now you're risking something here. Because uh, now you're on the verge of Saw burnout. Because, how, I mean, Jigsaw did okay. But now you're telling people that this is definitely a Saw spinoff and Jigsaw might not be in it. I don't know. You might be playing yeah. with fire here. But now, remember, this spiral has to do with Billy's mask. Because it is a that's spiral the, on his that's cheek. That's the first thing I thought of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, that's the first thing I thought of. So is it going to be the history? Are they going to do a history of how he got to Billy? See, I, 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 don't, I don't know. See, when, when, when they were calling it the organ donor, I was like, okay, that's a definite sidestep that you can still tie in stuff. But now you got Spiral and then a whole bunch of whippity-jibbity after it. I don't know. <laughs> now it's just a complete toss-up. So I'm intrigued, but now I'm also kind of a little worried because once you start putting the subtitles on there, using colons and whatnot people get a little antsy yeah i yeah, wanted like, I, I wanted to be good but you know it's it's always like okay is the studio trying too hard here to make sure that people know that there's a definite connection or uh well, they're definitely taking a swing because i think that article you sent me said it was coming out in may 
Yeah. So like they're they're definitely like putting it forefront as far as the release schedule. Well, yeah, they really didn't want it going against Halloween. Yeah, and, and you know that's a good. I mean, was it May fifteenth? Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, plus that 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 is the start of summer box office now, anyway. Yeah. So, so if they didn't care about it, it'd be out in January, February. Now, the one thing that I'm a little little worried about, and I understand this is what what we're moving towards. When Chris Rock said that, oh well, you know, we saw we had Saw, and there was no humor in it. That was the reason why there was no humor in it. It wasn't funny. The bad yeah, well, effects in 3D were about the only funny thing about this whole movie franchise. Yeah. Now, if he's going to come in here and start throwing jokes every kill, if this turns into uh, Halloween 5... If they owe to somebody, I'm out. <laughs> well, he did. they did uh, quickly quote him as saying, we're not turning it into a scary movie. But. Right. So, listen, I can't... I can't be having. I don't I, even know who the killer is. I, I think so. that the whole thing. I mean, them casting Samuel Jackson in it. It kind of hinges on him one way or the other. Like yeah. if it's gonna work or not. So. Yeah, you know. I kind of hope he's the killer, but they could just as easily kill him in the first scene. Like I, I don't know. <laughs> they deep blue see him again. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Those fucking shark ate me. Right. We don't gotta uh, worry about this puppet. <laughs> this puppet ain't gonna do nothing. <laughs> it's a little puppet. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. So that was my bad Samuel Jackson impersonation. That wait, that was Samuel Jackson? <laughs> no, it actually wasn't at all. I just felt like Samuel Jackson. Christ, <laughs> what the hell was that? All right, oh, uh, that was closer to I, John the Baptist than it was Samuel Jackson. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's 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 Wednesday. <laughs> oh, it is Wednesday. What are we uh, doing? I don't know. What else? Right. What else? What else we got? Um, there's a Doom Eternal update that I'm gonna keep talking about it until it comes out on March 20th. Now you know what's really funny about <laughs> Doom games in general is that I don't ever hear anyone talk about them, but Adam. Hey, I, is it a niche that I don't know about? Cause I, I, I don't remember Doom since like 15 years ago. That's the last time I even heard anything about Doom. I've been playing Doom since 1992. So you old? I, I'm old at all, and I'm very invested. Yeah, I'm very invested in uh, Doom and Wolfenstein and Quake, especially Quake One. But um, it came out this uh, today actually. Uh, Doom Eternal director Hugo Martin compared the game to Evil Dead 2, Sam Raimi's sequel that up the gore, laughs, and the mayhem. And I'm reading this from uh, Bloody Disgusting. So he says, uh, in an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, he says, uh, Evil Dead 2 was a big touchstone for us. When you look at something like that, there's the perfect balance between gore and slapstick humor. It's not really taking itself too seriously. And uh, we're right in marketing mode with this game. And to be honest, once you start invoking something else, I get a little worried. Yeah, but when they start invoking Evil Dead, you're like all in 100%. I'm all in to an extent. No, you're all in like 1,000%. (laughs) Well, I was already all in 1,000%. They directly said it's it's like Evil Dead 2. It's like, okay. Isn't isn't that how we got Duke Nukem? Yeah, we got Duke Nukem because of Army of Darkness. And we got... The uh, the blood series of first-person shooters because of Evil Dead 2. So now we've kind of like gone super full circle, I guess. And I'm, I'm I'm intrigued to see how this actually plays out because the the Doom Slayer, the Doom Marine, the Doom Guy, whatever, doesn't talk. So and, and part of that humor was that was always there was a reaction. And all of his actions are these brutal kills and whatnot with no actual release valve, really, besides the gore and the fact that he's just stomping faces. So it's a different kind of gore and slapstick than the than the uh, stuff in Evil Dead 2, I think. So now it's like, okay, where is this really going to go? I don't know. Only you, only you, you'll find out. Cause... I, I will find out on March 20th. <laughs> 
maybe a, th- a third a third movie adaptation. Speaking of which, I watched Doom Anni- Annihilation last week. I was wondering about that. Was that was that just a professional segue? I think so. This has been a professional segue. And I, I forgot to tell I forgot to tell you guys. And uh, it's funny because again, because now he's talking about okay, Evil Dead Two. You have the cinematic reference, but they did not work with uh, Universal to do this next movie, this last movie. So once again, you got a bunch of Marines. You don't have the actual character in the movie. Uh, none of these people are The Rock or Carl Orban. So <laughs> it is it is a complete a complete Marines versus CGI monsters in two rubber suits affair I mean like it yeah it it would be it would be a good movie if it wasn't a Doom movie so it's just okay (laughs) listen like I said (laughs) we're I don't think we're ever gonna get a sponsorship from Doom or anything the way I talk about this but hey man if it's like Evil Dead 2 I'm sure you'll talk me into downloading it onto my Xbox One and well, maybe playing it once every eight months. Once every eight months, yep. Get through a level and a half. And be like, All right, yeah, that's enough. You know, but, what, uh, you know what I miss? Hold on. Why don't I, here we go. On something totally different. I miss, and I'm going to say it again because I've gone on this tangent before, and only because Mark is here, I'm reminded of it. I miss Netflix Party. <laughs> yes. <laughs> on, on Xbox One. I miss watching the Convict episode of The Office. <laughs> And us sitting in the front row doing the wave. Yep. Mark, remember those days? <laughs> Vaguely, but yes. <laughs> uh, that was a great, what a great feature. Sorry, I just had to throw that in there. Well, you know that would have worked on really well. What was that? Mid-Somar. <laughs> That's another professional segue. Wow, that's just coming left and right now. Listen, nothing could have saved me <laughs> from Midsommar. So we all, we all saw the movie, and it, it's going to be fun to talk about. I don't know where to start or begin with this one, except that movie is fucked up. And not like, oh, it's horrible. It's a very well done movie. It's just a fucked up movie. <laughs> like plain and simple. Listen, <laughs> we literally, we um, we were in IRC. Yes, Internet Relay Chat still exists in the year 2020, and we're still on it. And after, <laughs> after Adam watched it, his exact words were, and I quote, <clears throat> Who boy, that was a movie. My reaction 45 minutes later when I finished it, and in fact, that was a movie. Speechless. Speechless. Speechless to the point that I'm not speechless, if that makes any sense. I got so many thoughts in my head, but I want Mark to uh, give us his. You guys are always hearing us talk about these movies. We'll get to it, but I want to hear Mark's thoughts. Well, strap on the hose and uh, start the car. <laughs> that was a movie. <laughs> I didn't, yeah, I didn't I even s- know what I was I was getting into. All I knew was it's a horror movie, kind of takes place in the daylight. Somehow it's scary, but maybe it's not really that scary. Okay, watching it. You know bad stuff's coming. Like you know it's coming. It's just it's it's too uh it's too light going into it and then they get to that party and you're like what is this 10 minute scene of chanting and doing a wave at the table and spoiler oh. <laughs> insert the spoiler alert
amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> jumping off the cliff. <laughs> okay, so yes, spoiler alert. I don't care. When that lady jumps off the goddamn cliff and lands head first. I, uh, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of fucked up shit in movies. Like, just legit, just, just for the past 20, 25 years. Just, just a constant stream of just fucked up shit in movies. And that cliff scene happens, and I just paused and left the room. <laughs> like, that doesn't happen, you know what I'm saying? And I don't know if it was a combination of cinematography and lighting and everything. But it's just like, okay, I need to take a moment just because it there was no cut, I guess. And you know, I mean, you know, it's fake. Duh, it's a movie. But just, you know, just 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 the visceralness of it. So, you know, I, I paused it, stood up. It's like, okay, sat back down, unpaused it. And then that motherfucker jumped feet first. And that really fucked me up. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> yeah, that's like it's like everybody did. I was like, oh, oh, that's like that's like my uh, between that and getting the the tendons sliced. I was like, oh, oh, and then I was like, okay, so that's cool. He broke his feet. Obviously, they're gonna kill him. Like it's right. obvious. But then when they walk out that big old warhammer for like the medieval times, <laughs> whack. Not once. <laughs> oh, whack. Whack. I was like, what the? And then they show the freaking. Uh, uh, it was, oh, it was two and a half hours for like three scenes <laughs> of messed up shit. I guess to echo Adam, it, it was effectively done. Like, yeah. the, the build to those scenes, I'm never going to forget that movie. Right. I'm never gonna watch it again. But <laughs> yeah, it was I'm like, never gonna forget it either. Like, uh, okay, so the opening credits, like, like, like the the the, the the prologue starts, and then you get the opening credits. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a movie, movie, right? And it's just you know just a good build all the way through. And then uh, there were several times I paused it just to be like, okay. They aren't fucking around with us. First time I paused it actually was in the hallucination scene where the grass is growing up through her hand. Uh huh. And so I paused it and I went on Amazon to look at the price of the movie. I'm like, you mean I gotta own this damn thing even though I'm never gonna watch it again? Because <laughs> like it's it's that kind of a movie where you know you have to put it. And and your your movie collection, like in a physical movie collection, but you ain't gonna watch that shit again, you know? Like it's gonna be a good one to have, but mm-mm. that's not one you put on in the background or anything. It's not like I watched Hereditary. I should have been forewarned that something like this is gonna happen, because the ending of Hereditary is god awful. When I mean god awful, it's just like fucked up all over the place. The whole movie's I, fucked up. <laughs> I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> oh, you know what? You should watch that one. <laughs> because... What because this the, is right here is Carlos paying me back for getting you guys to watch this movie. <laughs> oh, oh, you're damn right. Because the incident that leads up to all the bad stuff that happens in Hereditary is fucked up. That's all. That's all. Well, here we no, go. See, it's it's the it's the dangers of of driving high. Just putting that out there for people. Now here here's 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 the deal we'll make here on air live. Mark, next time you're back on, I haven't seen Hereditary either, so I will watch it, <clears throat> and we will talk about it on air next time. All right, you're back on. I'm back on the yeah. show. You, oh guys. So, so I, I will take I will take that hit for you. <laughs> So see, so both you guys weren't prepared like I was going into this movie. 
I had a little bit. I had a little bit. Nope. Ariaster, thanks you, but Thanks, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking creepy music. Mm. And those... Those... Uh, well, we all watched it, so yeah. So all those goddamn paintings... Where they're pretty much explaining what the girl's gonna do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> and then she does it. <laughs> like, oh, I was like, now, no. The one piece of decision making that bugged me was uh, the actor that plays Cheaty on The Good Place. Yeah. Making the decision to go ahead and sneak in there and and take the picture anyway when he's been sleeping in that in that room for however many days at that point with those pictures those kind of pictures on the wall it's just like yeah uh, at that moment i thought that the movie would make for a great double feature with get out just because you have an example of what happens when you get out and what happens when you choose not to get out <laughs> because yeah that was not a that was not a good move and granted like like they it kind of makes sense in the structure of the story because uh the dickhead boyfriend you know kind of undercut him on a stasis right, so he's, yeah. so he's trying to you know he's trying to get one up on him however he can and nope also here's a here's a here's a good little piece of advice for anyone no one like strangers usually don't get invited overseas unless something bad's gonna happen <laughs> It's like, like if you, if your random friend says, "Hey, let's you guys can come to Sweden with me for this traditional thing," you, you, you might want to pass. Well, <laughs> Just, it felt like such a horror trope, but as soon as that guy showed up at the beginning, it was just like, "Oh, this guy's up to no good." <laughs> come on. Listen, I did. Okay, so in most movies, and most horror movies. You you look for a likable protagonist. I ain't like any of them. Nope. I ain't feel bad for any of them. Her a little bit, but when then she decided to do the shrooms, I was like, you dumb. You dumb. You 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 signed up for this. Now I don't feel sorry for you anymore. Yeah. And no. then, you, then she becomes the queen. She's the queen bee at the end, and she picks her her boyfriend to get killed, which is great. Yeah. That was like, like the you, one. Oh, <laughs> oh, you 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 fucked that ginger. All right, here you go. See ya. Hope you enjoyed burn. those songs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, what a what a fucked up movie. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. <sighs> Speaking of fucked up movies, I saw Venom. <laughs> All right. So let's. Adam, you still haven't seen it, right? No, I meant to watch it today, but... No, I mean, the only thing I gotta say, not to spoil it for you, is Venom voice. That's it. Ah, uh, yes. Tom That's Hardy all... strikes again. <laughs> oh, it's not Tom Hardy. <laughs> really? I read that uh, he did the voice, and they just edited it, it in post. <laughs> okay, if it's him. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, 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 that's all I gotta say. You, you, you need to watch it. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's not a fun Tom Hardy voice that you can do with your mouth. Well, you know, I aim to please. There goes that plan. <laughs> I mean, because you know you're building up your repertoire of uh, impersonations. Horrible, so. horrible impersonations that will get me nowhere in life. Yes. So, Mark, <laughs> we, we 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 wanted you to bring some hot takes to this podcast. What do you got for us on the MCU? I just thought we could do a little bit of speculating about where things are headed in the next, you know, with this next phase, I guess, and. With the TV shows, um, I had just watched, uh, I've been doing a rewatch of the MCU movies in order of kind of like the um, 
the timeline, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm up through, I uh, watched Iron Man 3 the other night and um, was thinking about, you know, knowing what we know now, you know, is there any future for that character or, you know, we know in the comics there's Iron Heart. Um, is that something that, you know, they'd look to do down the road? How would they go about doing that? And then I'm sure you guys are aware, you know, they had those one shot movies um, that they were doing in the first phase. They were just yeah. they were short, like 10 minute movies that they would put out kind of as addendums before they started just doing all the extra post credit stuff, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the one for that movie. I guess they kind of retcon the whole Mandarin thing yeah. and and say that there actually is a real Mandarin and a real Order of the Ten Rings. And I was thinking, oh, that'd be pretty cool if they brought that back for Iron Man. Turns out they're already doing it for Shang-Chi. So yeah. I don't know. I was just kind of curious. You guys were already talking about Doctor Strange on some of the on the last episodes. We've got uh, Black Widow coming out. In a couple months, I guess. And yeah, the Eternals is not is not a series that I'm very familiar with, but there's a lot of noise being made about that one that'll be out later in the year. Yeah, well, this thing with the Eternals is the timelines right after. It's been uh, they said it. I, forget, I have to forget the source, but they did say that the Eternals is actually taking place right after Endgame. Oh, okay. So, and time-wise, it's the next movie in, in the sequence. Because Black okay. Widow's going to, you know, Black Widow's more of a, a prequel of sorts. Well, what uh, I read was Black Widow takes place after she disappears in Civil War. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, spoilers. Can I, can, I, can, I, can I say my thing? Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, well uh, I was going to say about Black Widow, but if your spoilers tie into what I'm going to say about Black Widow... Probably not. I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, I think that uh, since uh, it's taking place after some war is a key into how they bring Black Widow back. Uh, Because the Red Room where she got trained and everything, that's pretty much Russia's equivalent of the Super Soldier program. Um, And they went and showed that they had the Winter Soldier program with all the all the others in stasis now uh around that time in the comics they actually killed off black widow and brought her back as uh, a cloned body now we saw something very important in uh, civil war that reconstructs memories in tony's uh, presentation at the beginning so here's my big what if uh, what if uh, the Black Widow movie is actually the Red Room trying to reconstruct Natasha's memories for a new clone body, and that's how they bring Black Widow back in the current timeline? That's a lot of speculating there. I know. <laughs> I like you. I like you. But let me let me throw you what where this uh. Huh. <laughs> You know who likes to spoil a lot of stuff? Funko. Yes. Funko Pops. Did you see the Pops that are coming out for this movie? I didn't see all of them. <laughs> all right. Red Guardian. Mm-hmm. That's David Harbour's uh, character. Mm-hmm. Taskmaster. Now, Taskmaster is in this movie. Yep. That's interesting in itself. And they've got Yelena and the Black Widow. Both. <laughs> Which, and you know who is playing Yelena, right? Yes. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) For the podcast, the girl that we just saw in Midsummer. Yep. Yep. Hell of a year. (laughs) Taskmaster. I feel that's the, that's the, that's the surprise for me. That's how it was. And that, like, uh, you're curious on who's playing him or... Oh, what his oh, role's gonna be? Or? What his role's gonna be? Really, that? Because don't we, I, I guess I figured Taskmaster more of a Spider-Man villain, even though he's best friend of all of them. He's best friend with the Avengers. 
Yeah, he kind of spun off uh, into uh, Deadpool's world, mm -hmm. actually, for a little bit. Uh, so he can kind of float back and forth. So if anything, he'd be a good bridge character to start really tying stuff in everywhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm just interested to see see if uh, they end up pulling a swerve timeline-wise with that. Well, I feel like they're up to something because, you know, with the first... I guess it was simple in the beginning, the first phase. They didn't even know if they were going to end up doing this whole thing. You know, towards the end of it, they moved towards the Avengers. Phase two, they kind of reassert everything. They start, you know, establishing the Affinity Gauntlet stuff. Phase three, it wraps up. Phase four, though, with the characters that are kind of on the slate, it's just like, do you think there's is a is a plan there for these continued kind of like team up movies that kind of bridge everything together or are we going to kind of just see a splintering to where we just start going into different facets of the Marvel universe now it well, depends oh, oh good well the way I, I see it is that the Black Widow uh, movie is gonna they're gonna split up into cosmic and non-cosmic aspects of the mcu so the black widow could tie into all the newer stuff um in actuality what i want want to be is them using black widow movie to then boost the back of what they're going to go into with the x-men um and the fantastic four hopefully and keep that try to tie in through backstories of black widow that's why i really hope they start bringing out like minor characters that it's easier to bring the x-men along into the into the uh into the universe, seeing as New Mutants is coming out. And then I think the other side uh, will be the, more the cosmic stuff, you know, with the, Into the Multiverse of Madness, uh, the Eternals, uh, Guardians, when it finally Guardians. comes Guardians, yeah. Uh, they are working, they're still waiting on them to announce the Nova movie. Yeah. Um, now there's rumors that they're going to bring back Charlie Cox as Daredevil and John Bernthal as Punisher. They might get their own. They're not sure they're gonna bring them into the movies or into the shows. So I think that's another way the Black Widow could bring in, because uh, there was a big rumor at one point that they were, uh, Daredevil was gonna be in the Black Widow movie for a while. That rumor. So yeah, yeah. And those characters traditionally have been together anyway in the comics. They're both heavily entwined. So if they're gonna do it, yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I think I think the big thing for Marvel now actually hinges on what happens at the oscars with joker um if joker even, even though that's not like part of the dc yeah, universe and but i think it's really gonna set some people off and i would really like be wary of what the media the tone of the media is if joker wins best picture because there's a big possibility let's be honest um, nominated for more than anything else yeah because uh because now, you know, now you got to wonder, okay, is Marvel going to stick to whatever they're doing? Because, okay, they have to realize they're not going to get that double shot of Infinity War and Endgame ever again. That was a once-in-a-lifetime occurrence for them on screen. And they've got, they've got about three big stories left. Uh, Avengers vs. X-Men. Uh, Secret Wars. And um, I'm actually going to say Secret Empire with evil Captain America as Hydra. Oh. So you've got three big swings left. Now, either you can take your time because they're going to make all the money hand over fist regardless. So do they take their time and tell the stories they've been planning to tell in order to get to their whatever endpoint they have? Or do they try to push something as this Oscar-winning event that might feel out of place? Well, I, I hope I hope they don't. Right. Yeah. They they don't use the Joker as what whatever because they've been doing what they've been doing for all these years now since 2010, 2009, 2009, 2008, 2008. Eight was the first Iron Man, um, yeah. and they've been doing fine. This it's <laughs> Joker. 
if Joker wins Best Picture, it's not gonna win because it was a comic book movie. Oh yeah, I know. So they can't they can't change course. They didn't have the Black Panther that was nominated, so. Yeah, and it, it's very that, that all that talk. It's very funny. It's like, yeah. is, is, is Joker gonna be the movie that changes? It's like no, Black Panther was already nominated. It's fine. <laughs> there's nothing else to, you know. There's no there's no real thing here. They're just just all manufactured. So we'll see. We'll see. But well, yeah, I, it, I do okay. want to say that just as a as a comic book fan and as someone who like read this stuff, you know, as a kid and only got like the Captain America movie with the red skull in it from like 1985. And, yes. Uh, you know, like we are truly blessed <laughs> with these yes. movies. Yeah. I, I don't want to uh, uh, look a gift horse in the mouth. Like oh. it just, I don't have any reason to doubt them at this point. I, I'm very excited about Thor. I wanted to ask you guys about Christian Bale being cast in that. Oh, uh, oh. what? What do you think he's playing? I have two names. I have two names. All right. Okay. That, all right. I, that I that I want him to be playing. He either he should either play Cole. Okay. Or he better be Beta Ray Bill. Yep. I was gonna say uh, either Beta Ray Bill or uh, or this is gonna be a wild swing. Here we go. Frog Thor. Oh God. <laughs> 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 yeah, I just threw something at him at, at the freaking screen. I can't wait to hear the voice Bale comes up with for that one. <laughs> yeah, just I mean, it's, I, I it's gonna be the Bale. It's gonna be the Bane voice. Yeah, I don't he's think it's actually gonna be... do Bane. He's gonna do Bane. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's gonna do something that requires like a big tra- a big physical transformation. You know, I think it's gonna be a lot of CG stuff. I think he wants that Bradley Cooper money or that Vin Diesel money. Mm-hmm. So. Beta Ray Bill would be awesome. It would be so awesome. And they're already bringing Jane back as Thor. Yeah. So, you know? So to see that we got, we'll have we'll have Jane as Thor, we'll have Thor as Odin's son, and then we'll have Christian Bale as motherfucking Beta Ray Bill. I'm in. I was in regardless, but yeah, definitely. Definitely. I still want Matthew McConaughey to play Adam Warlock, but this is this is just things that now. So you just touched on two things. I was going to ask, what is the deal with Adam Warlock? Well, when are we going to see him again? Well, wait, hold on. It's time. What's the deal it's about time. Adam Warlock? I, Do well, it. I, I have expected him to show up in Endgame, so I, I didn't know if they were going to go down that road that they went down in the comic books. Obviously, they didn't. Um, I have an issue <laughs> with in the whole Infinity Saga Endgame. I'm, okay, they strayed so far away from how that played out uh, with, with Nebula and Gamora and Adam Warlock is the baddest mother effer that I have ever encountered in my years of comic book fandom. Alright? When they when they teased him at the end of Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and then they didn't bring him into <laughs> into anything, I almost stopped watching all the MCU movies. He's gotta be in three. I, yeah, I, think, I, think. I think he'll be in three. I think James Gunn will finish telling that story. Oh, he better be. He has to be in it. They already, they did my girl Captain Marvel dirty in Endgame. She's too powerful. That's the whole thing. Well, Adam Warlock's too powerful is the issue. They yeah. couldn't have had him. He, could, he would have finished the fight in like two seconds. But I'm hoping even in the internals, you know? Yeah. They, they might even touch on that. Oh, another big story they could do is probably Annihilation. Or, uh, yeah, or or uh, Hickman's Infinity, an adaptation of that. I mean, I think once you if once you bring a proper X Men slash the Mutants and a proper Fantastic Four into the picture, that opens up the the stories that you can tell even yeah. more. You know, yeah. so the the other thing that you had touched on that I was going to ask you guys was. What, 
in light of the Christian Bale news, and you said Matthew McConaughey, who who is the one person that's not yet in the MCU that you'd want to see in the MCU, and and as as who? Ooh, that is a good question. I'm not going first. <laughs> what? <laughs> now I got to think. Wow. Yeah, I did okay. it. Okay. Oh, here we go. I got one. Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah. As uh oh, they can't. Oh, that's right. They can't do it. What? Um. In in the comics, Nick Fury had a clone named Max Fury or some shit like that. That was the head of Scorpio. Okay. Well, that's not going to happen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> that's not going. Uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> well, who I want in the MCU? Um. Ivan Strahovski, who should have been Captain Marvel. I want her to play Sue Storm. Okay. Oh, that was, that was very good. I want... I want Keanu Reeves to play Reed Richards. Oh, very good. I'm going on this tangent, and they're going to fight Oscar Isaac as Doctor Doom. Very good. Very nice. I, that, that would be awesome to see. Oh, crap. Well, or Oscar Isaac as Neymar. Either one. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can see him as either one. I, I like that about Dr. Doom because the other thing I was going to ask you guys is you basically we had, had Thanos as kind of the the big baddie for the, for the first set of those Marvel movies. If they were to do another big buildup to a villain for this next wave, who would that villain be? I think Dr. Doom would be one of the ones to consider Galactus yeah because you can actually play it off that Galactus felt the felt the snap and was like what what the hey you know and actually started moving towards towards you know this this universe or whatever yeah um, and he's a big bad and that's mm-hmm. that's one way to bring the you know Fantastic Four in as well but yeah. Doctor Doom Doctor Doom's easy yeah Okay, I got my pick for who I want to see in the MCU. Yeah. And I know that uh, Kevin Feige, Kevin Feige, has already offered uh, to Patrick Stewart to come back and play Professor X. But I want to see, let's, let's switch things up. Um, I want to see Gus Fring himself, Giancarlo Esposito, <laughs> to play Professor Charles Xavier. Oh. Mr. Giancarlo Esposito. He plays Lex Luthor in the Harley Quinn cartoon. That is awesome. He does the voice, which is amazing. And, and if they're talking, started talking, I was like, wait a minute, is that Giancarlo? <laughs> <laughs> so if they're going to flip it that way, and this is going to be left field, but this actor does have dramatic chops, and this will be a great way to get him to play a comic book role again. They're going to go that way. I'm, this is going to be completely left field. You guys are going to be like, what the hell is he talking about? I usually do. To play Magneto. I'm going to say. Wesley Snipes. I was born ready. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, age-wise, it does work. Where's my mute button? Oh, come on. Hey, no. I watch Wesley Snipes and anything. No. He was great in Dolomite is my name. Yes, see? Hey, it's great. He would not be my Magneto. Nope. <laughs> nope. 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 I'm going to be sad to not see him as Blade, so... Yeah, well, you know. Yeah, I was hey. thinking they could, um... They, if they don't... Well, they're not going to do him as Magneto, of course. I'm just bullshitting. But, um... <laughs> they, could, they could cast him as, uh... Blade's mentor from the comics. So, because his mentor in the comics wasn't Whistler, it was. I'm gonna pull the name up because I'm old, and I can't remember things the way I should. But uh, his character arc would be perfect to tie in all of the old Blade adventures from the old movies, just reference them in a different way. So I'm thinking they do that, like he has this whole big arc where he becomes a vampire and he sells Blade out, and Blade's like, "Well, what the hell did you do that for?" And uh, it could be a different way to have him. 
like like think about it this way okay so you have you have Bersha Ali's blade and whatever outfit they have him in in this MCU but you can have Wesley's character dressed like how he dressed as blade in his movies so you have this kind of dueling thing where you can reference all the older movies and all his other performances so you're not just throwing that to the wayside maybe like a triple h poster in the background yeah watching uh wa- watching Patton all won't stand up uh, 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 uh the characters <laughs> the character's name is a uh, jamal afari so uh, uh. speaking of Patton, did you see that he has a uh an animated uh, Marvel series that is on the way. Yep. He's playing Modoc. He's playing Modoc. Yep. Uh, what's it, what's it stand for again? Mechanical. God, oh, I used to. Geez. I used to know this. Mechanized that, organism designed, designed only for only killing. For killing. Yep. That, that's such a perfect role for him to do. That's going to be a lot of fun. But I yeah, it kind of I want to see what Marvel does with the with their horror characters. I want to see if they get another crack at um, another Ghost Rider if they don't bring Gabriel Luna back. So yeah, so now what's up with that? Now they're not gonna they they're not gonna put it out, right? Uh, because everything got reabsorbed. Uh, Marvel TV as we knew it with Agents of Shield and all that is gone, mm-hmm. and everything's reabsorbed in Marvel Studios. So. They might not. They're probably not going to go for it with any of those old projects. Oh, and I want to see. I'm going to see Quake brought up from TV to the movies. So well, make the jump from a. They did say that they're going to reboot the Inhumans through the Miss Marvel TV show. That'll be a fresh start. That'll be good. So, um, if you know Quake being an Inhuman. Yeah. But that's going to be on the. Well. Anything that's going to be on Disney Plus, I mean Disney on Disney Plus is going to be considered MCU, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if so, you yeah. pop up there, then it's, it's good. I'm just really glad to bring back Punisher and Daredevil. Actually, from what sources say, it's they're interested in bringing back all of them except for Danny Rand. <laughs> I think that's just the fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like Iron Fist, but that approach was. Uh, Did you guys wacky. watch? Did you guys watch the, the second season? No. I didn't watch Iron Fist at all. I watched the Defenders miniseries. Okay, I'm not going to spoil it. Um, <laughs> early on in, this, in season two, he loses the Iron Fist. <laughs> so it, it goes it goes to somebody else, and then it goes to um, what's her name? Oh my God, she's in the she's with uh, she's Misty Knight's partner. Oh, Colleen Wing. Colleen, uh-huh. yeah. Colleen ends up being the Iron Fist by the end of the season two. Okay. That's that's cool. So they can they're which is fine because they show up throughout season two the different the different people that have been the Iron Fist. Like they show some video from like the 1930s and Iron Fist is like fighting like Soviets and the communist China. Yeah, that's so, a, that's a good usage. Yeah, it just the, the problem was it was it was it was the it was the tone and I, I guess with another actor. They could have, they could have uh, portrayed Danny Rand a bit better, but that dude didn't quite work for what they were doing. So, never, never, never had a chance. The only good episodes were when Luke Cage was there. Yeah, he was tolerable in the Defender stuff, but I, I suspected that was because the majority of his scenes were with Luke Cage. So. Yeah, and you had three other really good. <laughs> you had Jessica Jones, which was sure. fantastic. Jessica Jones, and Charlie Cox, which is he's by far the best out of all of them. He's like he was perfect for Daredevil. And speaking of Daredevil, they need to make a Daredevil video game. By I know Rocksteady won't do it, but they would be the perfect studio to do a, a like a Batman Arkhamesca Daredevil video game. Yeah. Well, hopefully, his... hopefully he's there. They put him in the, uh, the Avengers game coming out, since it's supposed to be a lot more than uh, what's been advertised. So, 
I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> well, my understanding on the rights on those characters were they just couldn't appear in anything for two years after the ends of the Netflix series. So if they are going to merge them over to, uh, to the Marvel Studios series, they won't have to wait that much longer. No, 2020, 2021. Yeah. I think Jessica Jones is the last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think we're good then, huh? Yeah, unless uh, we got a, anything on the spot. Oh, putting you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I kind of already did it. Oh, well, yeah. Did I, did I ruin some of it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> All right. So, with that said, uh, this has been another episode of It's the Damage Laws of the Podcast. You can check show notes for all uh, social media info, Twitter, iTunes, Spotify, Discord, Tumblr. So uh, please feel free to leave a review or tell your friends about us because every little bit of buzz helps us grow. You heard from him this episode, but now he's here on air. I'd just like to say thank you, Mark, for everything that you do. I'm going to kill you, man. Yeah, you, man. You got it. <laughs> Until next time, by all means, have fun. Watch horror movies and remember to always drink responsibly, do responsible things, and hydrate, 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 hydrate. Uh, thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye. Explorer like Dorothy, swipers can't wipe me. My whole aura so mean in my white tee. Nobody likes skinned repping harder than iced tea. You disagree, take the Tyson approach and bite me. Dude, is she gonna kill me? Did you learn anything about the Ruby Rotter? Oh, so now you want to collaborate? Okay, thank you. I know that thank one you. elder. Thank gave you, you a thank you. Of it. Sorry, I brought it up. Pube? Ew. It's just a hair. Yeah, a pubic hair. Dude, calm down. Why are you embarrassed? You're not the one giving out hair pies. <laughs>